Billy and Christy move into Billy's dorm at college, still grieving over their parents' death. Billy feels guilty and is blaming herself for leaving them. Christy, on the other hand, puts the blame on Piper for calling her away. Christy is after the surviving Noxon that killed her parents. The demon Creo is also after the Noxon and offers his services to Christy. This is Brunch with the Hollowells. We are on episode 18. We just have a few more to go. Ryan, how are you today? Hi, Rob. Hi, Charmies. I am definitely taking in the last few episodes of season eight. I am excited yet bittersweet about wrapping up the series, but... I mean, we do have a, a chunk left. I think we have a good few. Uh, we still have those bonuses going on. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we still have our, you know, our, our quiz show that's going to come up. I'm sure I'll think of something. But July will be full of brunch and charmed and, and Rob and Ryan. So, yeah, <laughs> we're not completely done just yet. Rob, two things. First, we have that live finale coming up on YouTube, everybody. So this is going to be exciting, right? So That's start right. having it in your mind, everyone, if you're able to view this. We, we don't know a time yet, but... Yeah, we thought about this. I can't remember if I've mentioned this before. This may just be the first announcement of this, but we are going to attempt to do the finale Forever Charmed live on YouTube, uh, you will be able to literally watch the episode with us and we will talk about it. Yeah, it, it that should be fun. If everything kind of works out, we're still working out how to distribute it and get everybody to be able to see it when, when it does. So the other thing really quick was I just want to thank a few Charmies for reaching out to me this past week. I had a loss of a pet and the Charmies, uh, they sent wonderful messages. So especially Chinlin, Melanie, and Tobias, thank you all That's for awesome. your, your well wishes. It truly means so much that we have this charmed community and, are, you know, so thank you. Meant a lot. So what did you think of the torn identity? Liked moments of it. I didn't dislike it, Rob. It, it furthered the plot. What about, what do you think? Those are my lines. How dare you? <laughs> I I thought it was okay too. There were definite moments that I liked. I I enjoyed the involvement of Henry and I also enjoyed sort of the different way to incorporate the shenanigans of magic. Um cuz we've seen this before. I don't think it's been done particularly this way. I, at least I don't remember it being done this way. So I thought it was clever. And it also wasn't the A plot of the episode. Amen. I I like that it was just a side thing. It happened and it, it was quick and easy, but it was useful. However, I do have one or two things that I have questions about. So we'll talk okay, about that okay. when it happens. What was your play of the week? It's this line from... Page. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in Rob's face. <laughs> it was her saying, This is absurd. Why are you twisting what we all are about? Oh, this is what I want. I want them to say, I want them to all to be shaked. And I think that was my play of the week because that was so smart. Like, she was like, This is absurd. This is absurd. Like, what the hell just happened here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's she's been pretty good in this episode, uh, so I, yeah, it makes sense that she was your play. Mine was Henry calling mm. for the vial. That shit was so funny and cool, and he was just so happy. I just love adorable his adorable, involvement with magic. Like this, and I was gonna say this later, but I'll just say it now. This episode to me 
could have literally catapulted a reboot of Bewitched for Paige and Henry and just have them be the married couple of her doing magic and him being a cop and just having to deal with all of this. And I just, it just would have been so cool because he's just so fine with it. He's so cool. He's like, fine, I'll do it. You know, and it worked and he was happy about it. And I just enjoy his involvement with this. Can you imagine there being like an episode where Glenn comes back and visits <gasps> and he's like all super jealous, even though like Glenn's he probably still be. married, but yeah, I, Oh God, this would have been such a cool show for her and Henry to have. Well, first off, Rob, I have a feeling that Miss Blonde is out of the picture with Glenn. I don't know. I really, I don't think their marriage was meant to last. That's I think me. they have a kid. I think they have kids. I really, honestly, I really think that he really digs her. It's he like, he's here's the thing about Glenn. You are not going to get too much into it, but I feel <laughs> that the moment that he matured. Yeah. That he sort of let go page as well. Meaning Ooh. that was for his fun side. But now that he's really sat down and like, it's Did time to be folks. a man about it. And not to say that he couldn't do that with Paige, but it's just like, that was part of his old life. Yeah. Yeah. And so I honestly think that he is happy with her. Is she happy with him though? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we'll see. <laughs> I don't but know yeah. where the hell that came from. It's just, it was just something in my, my thing. I think they're mm. MVP, MVP. <laughs> Well, Rob, it leads me to Henry as my MVP because, picture it, Rob, a season or more where Kyle wasn't in the picture and we actually had laid-back, fun-loving, adorable Henry fitting in seamlessly with these sisters. I, I wanted to see him and Phoebe and Piper more together in scenes because I think he's one of the best brother-in-laws you can have. Honestly, I love his ke his chemistry so much in this show. And he's just like at the end. And it's just it's so sad that it's at the end. I actually have nothing against the way that he was introduced into this series. My thing was too bad that he couldn't come in as a replacement for Daryl. They had to kind of convince like we usually help around here and then him and Paige then get together because of like that. Like an Andy Proof season one. Which kind of would have been a little bit of a repetitive thing, but I think that also would have worked, you know, as well. So I would have been happy with that. But yeah, I also chose Henry for oh. how calm and collected he was yes. in this episode. Just him dealing with her in, her in his head and how patient he tries to be with her. And uh, like, and again, just coming through with participating in the spell casting, even though it didn't work, <laughs> him calling the vial, like all of that, I think he was so good in this episode. So he so gets my good. MVP. Good for Ivan. Did you happen to add anyone to your hot man meter? No, but I think there is a contender that probably people would consider, but not me, because I got things to say about him. Fair enough, fair enough. I did not add anyone either, so no added person to the list. Um, I hope that all of you are keeping your list updated, though, and remember, we want hottest female as well as most adorable. So pay attention to the women too, and we're almost to the end, so make sure your list is updated so it's not as hard to put together towards the end. And then I'm going to have you guys uh, send me your list so I can put together a charming hot man meter. Shall we get to our episode? Let's get to it, Rob. Air date was April 23rd, 2006, and this was written by Andy Reeser and directed by none other than LeVar Burden back in the director's I chair. I love that. I love that he did multiple episodes. Uh, Marnette uh, Patterson back as Christy Jenkins with John Rosenfeld as Pator. Brian Mulligan as John Dar with Ron Melendez as Michael. We also have Ivan Sergei back as Henry Mitchell with Victor Webster rounding up the trope as Coop. But don't forget Creo. We have Joel Stoffer. Phoebe must choose between mortal or magical love. 
while Piper interrogates the demons who killed Billy and Christy's parents to prove that they were connected to the ultimate power. So the only thing that I had for this opening scene here was um, just Christy being like, if Piper hadn't called you away. Ooh. I yes. just like, she knew. Like, like Piper knew this was going to happen. I really don't understand this way of thinking and how easy it is for Billy to be manipulated. <laughs> yes, let's speak about that out of all the things. Truly. It's really it's really something to laugh at. It's a freaking joke. I can't believe that's all it took was for her to, like, doubt them. If she hadn't called you away, that makes absolutely no sense. And here's the other thing. Nobody is the boss of Billy. No, she walked away willingly. Thank you. She can do whatever she wants. She was like, no, no, you guys are good. You don't need me here. I'm exactly. Fine. She wanted to. I think she actually wanted to leave. Because she was you. like, this is too much for me right now. Let Chris, them get together. Christy want to act like her little firepower is enough to be killing <laughs> bitches. Clearly, you can handle stuff on your own when shit hits the fan. Because she always want to be disappearing. Oh, I, I got this. Let me handle this. Let me do this. She's always trying to bone out by herself. So you clearly can protect your parents, too. Don't give me that shit. It's, but it's so easy to manipulate Billy right now, and I don't get it. And this is this is not this is like when Christy they starts to piss it. me off. Yeah. yeah, the writing and everything like this is that moment. It's just this whole crusade, and she's just using the wrong words to convince Billy that the charm ones suck. It's it's just weird. But we're gonna go through it. Uh, Rob, Rob, Rob. This is you summed it all up. My notes were. Again, Christy is now strong and capable all of a sudden. How does Billy think she gets around? This is the second time she told Billy she was going to take care of something. This woman hasn't been out in the real world. She doesn't know what a bus is, I'm assuming, or had public <laughs> transportation because she couldn't even eat with a fork. So again, Billy, where... Why aren't you questioning where this is coming from? I mean, it's either a miracle that she became like, you know, overnight this capable young lady or there's some shenanigans going on. And then the other thing was, listen, I was crying for my rabbit for days and Billy ain't even... <laughs> like, to me, this is so unnatural. Like, I don't know, there maybe her her connection with her parents, let's just say. It seemed like she cared about them. She loved them. So I don't know. It's just all very mysterious. And shouldn't she be planning the funeral now? It's mentioned with Phoebe. It's just like, uh... Piper has noted the change in the Noxon's tactic and suspects they're working for someone else. Rob, I did not remember that the Noxon was in, in another episode. I, I don't know why I, I hate... I didn't think that because he did escape, but yeah. Yeah. One just happened to live from that big blast or something. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> Paige fears losing herself in marriage and is avoiding Henry, a demon named John Dor traps the Noxon with a large power gripping tentacle. So are these similar to the, tentacles in the void or the, it you know, <laughs> looked like the tentacle in the void. It did look similar. But it wasn't the same, no. So these are just like like the sand monsters, sand creatures from Beetlejuice. They just come out in the underworld. Coop tries to set up Phoebe with her style editor, Michael, though Phoebe is reluctant because, quote, Michael is the style editor and probably gay. Hilarious. Um, Hilarious. So stereotype much. I mean... Okay, so he's a style editor. Who cares? I mean, he got hired for a reason. Did we like his style? Not at all. <laughs> you didn't like his style? I mean, we only saw him, what, in two outfits, maybe? We'll save that for the fashion. Yeah, Hold let's on. Say, we'll yeah, let's save it for that. But, um, I mean, I am not offended by it, Rob, but it's just so funny. But you know what? I think we've all been there once in a while. Like, well, we've prejudge somebody but it was just so funny that she's just like and he's probably gay but you know what phoebe it's a possibility well <laughs> within this episode when we uh hear about michael again we will definitely be taking notes by the end of the episode we, we will determine we will determine 
yes. if this man is gay or not. <laughs> to be continued. Piper and Paige find him an orb. Christy joins their or- orb to the... To the sister's surprise, the Noxon refuses to talk and Piper throws a potion. Charmies, keep in mind, this is new Piper's new potion tote bag, evidently, because <laughs> I-, I got another note for us later, so keep that in mind, everyone. Christy tries to banish the Noxon to the astral plane, but Piper lightly blasts her before she can finish the spell. Jandor comes in and shimmers the Noxon away. Christy is angry with the Charmed Ones. And Rob, the face, the stank face that that girl gave them. (gasps) Oh, shit. That could have peeled wallpaper. (laughs) That face. I definitely remember that face. Yeah. It was so cartoonish. It was like so over the top, like a little rascal. She looked like Michelle from Full House when she gets mad. Oh, it's so true. It was so over the top. So I want to say that Phoebe is really sweet with Billy. And I like when she showed up and she stopped her work. Finally, we found something that will stop Phoebe from her column. Everyone, it is Billy Jenkins. Ooh, excuse me. Um, But this question came quickly afterwards. She's like... How was it? The funeral. So you mean to tell me not one of these sisters went to her parents' funeral as for to support her? Because I don't think Billy has too many friends lately. And she, well, they're like sisters. They given Christie's attitude, I don't think they were invited, to be honest. I mean, I would feel a little awkward going. I don't I mean, I don't think their relationship is completely done with, but it just I don't know. To me, it would be like a family affair. And the fact that the charm ones are there is just more of a reminder that they died because they're involved with your mess. To so- me, it would be more of a like, Billy probably needs backup because the whole family is going to be like, Christy, you were kidnapped. You're back. You're, well, who knows? I, I bet you Piper and Paige went. Phoebe was just like, I ain't going. I got the column. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Okay. You're right. Okay. I like that better. So my other thing was in the underworld, and I think you'll probably touch on this too, but when Christy pushed Paige into that, that wall, oh that my bitch. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't have too much to add to it. It was just a very bold move. Like, girl, do you know who you <laughs> are talking to and touching right now? I So I don't know. Look, I don't justify the violence. Piper could have easily done something a little different than to blast her. That was a little overkill for me. I'm just going to say it. I I just don't think that she does that. Christy deserved that, but you had to stop. Not knowing, not knowing what Christy was at this point. Yes. I'll give her that. But But I know this heifer did not just push me into a wall. You lucky I can heal myself. Cause if I had a scar on my face, that was not, going to go away or we would have words we would have so many words i can't believe this one was so bold just push her and then Paige always wants to act like she's a twig every time she gets pushed she just like gets pushed and she just goes flying to the other side of the room you know what though they would say that in wrestling terms they would be like she sold that well (laughs) she sold that bump well (laughs) she like really like oh took the wind out of her that's that's fair uh i want to talk about uh jandar for a second i hope i'm pronouncing that right uh i thought his look was i thought his look was great as far as the makeup the The wardrobe and and like it was it was subtle but it wasn't like overly doing it i i thought it was pretty cool uh yeah it looked like he had like warts or something on his face and a lot of mud. He definitely was from the dirty side of things. <laughs> um, but it was to me. It gave it gave me like this old fashioned demon look. Yeah, how I agree. they weren't dressed in like leather and designer clothes, and you know, like this was a demon that wasn't scaly or monstrous, but he was a demon. He was gross looking, you know. So I don't know. I just felt his whole look told a story. And if it didn't, I want to know what that story is because his power with the tentacle and just him looking like that, none of it matches. Where did he get the scabs from? Like what hat, like what is he? I just am so curious about him. I agree, Rob, because 
just seeing something different and not human, like you're saying in this season where the demons are leather or stuck in the eighties. It's a, it's a good thing. It's, it's just a little different. It breaks it up a little. This is what I have for Christy. So Christy throughout this whole thing, this, I don't know if this was in the synopsis, but Christy arrives right before she, you know, jumps orbs or whatever. She's like, did you find the demon you let kill my parents? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's strike one. That is strike one. I was like, girl, don't, not my, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. Piper was surprisingly chill about it, but she is sympathetic to her grieving right now. So, I mean, I get it, right? But next is arguing with grown folks business, right? That's strike two. She literally was inserting herself into Piper and Paige's conversation, talking about, oh, I need to go and we need to kill him. (laughs) Like, girl, you don't even know how this game is played like you only been around for five minutes no we're not we're not doing this today exactly again how are no one is putting it together but they by the end of the episode they do but again how is this girl so capable so strong so demanding all of a sudden she speaks correct she knows everything now it's 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 suspicious it's suspicious but yeah, to go back to that look that Christy gave that you mentioned, have her look at Piper. Piper would have been like, what? 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 What's that? What, what are you looking at? And I was like, please try and burn me. Please give me a reason. Give me a reason to blast the shit out of you. Give me a reason. You know she wanted to do it, but she knew better. She knew better. She knew she was up against, but I'm you like, Piper. Know. You know that was she like, pushed Paige, exactly. She didn't Piper pick was Piper. Like, Give me a reason to smoke you, please. I was waiting for Chrissy to do it. That's all I need. Just flare a flame at me and see what happens. Oh, I cannot. Oh. Uh, okay. So Paige, she mentioned she's having an identity crisis or alluding to the possibility um, that mm-hmm. being married to Henry right now, she is going to lose herself. We get more of an understanding later in the episode, but I think this is very understandable to have this type of feeling. I've never been married, so I can't really speak from experience, but I I understand that the word we comes around a lot, and to some people it may be a heavy shift into what they're used to. And it was also interesting to hear that She's like, I'm already a we with the sisters and I had to find my identity with that. And now I have to do it again. I so, actually, yeah, it's in tune with her character, even though when those instances came up, I had issue with it. But it is in tune with her character, have these moments of, oh, I need my identity. So I, I'm glad that it is true. It's, it has happened before. And I... Don't think that Henry would have had his feelings hurt if she had admitted this to him. Like, Paige, you really need to pick your battles because you, again, are only in this marriage for like a couple of weeks. And she is so finding reasons to just push back. I don't think he would have gotten sensitive about this. Like, oh, my God, I'm hurting you. Oh, it's going to hurt. No, I think he would have listened to her and heard her out. Look, but, look how good he took the phone call with her where I would have been freaking out after that phone call, especially after just getting married. I would have thought she wanted to be divorced after the phone call they had. Um, so he is so good and laid back with these types of things. Yes. But I will say this. Avoiding confrontation. People do it all the time. Yes, it yes. makes total sense why she was dodging him. But when it comes to the lying and avoiding phone calls, like that, I'm not cool with. I'm just not. Yeah. But I'm going to call you on this, though, Ryan, (laughs) because you continuously hate on Phoebe for having a repetitive plot line of always finding love. But Miss Paige over here is always trying to find some identity that she clearly doesn't have after every season. So... Are we are we gonna call a hypocrite on this, or do you feel that no? Paige I got is- I got reasons already. <laughs> the wheels are turning already, Rob. Uh, while okay, I love this question again. I think it was Melanie who said you come up with the greatest questions. What I'm gonna say is Phoebe's has been honestly going back to 
before Cole because the first Cupid had to remind her about love too and open her heart. <laughs> so this is length of time that you're this saying is, is length of time and anyways. it affects Phoebe for episode arcs in a way because she it, it usually leads to her dragging a feet. I don't have this kid yet. But 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 my my premonitions betrayed me. I got this, and then it leads to the love thing. Paige is usually when the writers have no idea what to do. They throw in a <laughs> they throw in a random. Well, what's Paige got going on this week? I don't know. Maybe she wants to move out for an hour, and then <laughs> so I think hers is more of a <laughs> for an hour. You. <laughs> <laughs> Because she never really does it. No. So, <laughs> so that's that's what I think, Rob. That's what I think. Okay. Charm- okay. Charmies. He, he is a, a fan to the end. I love it. it <laughs> no, go ahead. All right. Let's move on to Phoebe and Coop. So Coop is trying to convince her to go on a date. Um, and they clearly have gotten pretty close. Uh, yeah. The way that he is all over her. Right. Did you see how he was hovering over her, mm. you know, looking at the computer and then there's the hand grabbing? They've gotten close. It's really cute if they were longtime friends. I don't know. What do you yeah. think about all of this while they're working together on this mission? I, I did notice that Phoebe, yeah, looked very relaxed with him because at this point they don't have her looking at him as a love interest. So she is really relaxed with him, but I think what it is, Rob, is, yeah, Cupid's are probably all about love. Some people are more touchy-feely than others. I'm a toucher. I like to put my hands on someone's shoulder for a second when I'm saying, hello. Uh, To that point, I think it's them trying to rush this relationship because, again, they got to marry them off by the end of this season. Yes, yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. So then the question comes up, magical beings versus mortals. Yes. It is time for WWPD. (gasps) So who do you see Prue dating? Would she date a mortal or a magical being? Who do you think her endgame is? Hmm. Again, let's take a moment for the theme. It's a great Prue theme. It's one of my favorite moments when it pops up. (laughs) And this is another great question. Another great question, Rob, because we've never really seen her go after anyone of the magic persuasion. We haven't. And we wonder if that's what's holding it back. Not to say that she was trying to you know, find, you know, love or a man this whole time. But like, what if that is the reason why none of the other guys ever stuck? Maybe she needed a magical person. But what do you think? You know what? I would like to see it. I would like to see the match for Prue. A, you know, actually, I guess the closest we got was the priest with the the demon brothers that he was a, a warlock. You know, something like that. But honestly, the more this goes on this show and we discuss Prue, I'm seeing her by herself. <laughs> yeah, 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 I am. I don't know why I can't see her settling down. It's just something. But look at the future when she said that she didn't have any kids, loved ones or yeah. people to visit. Like it really brought her down. I think she wants to be with somebody. I mean, but do you think forever or if like, anything, maybe she's one of those late, like, when she's in her, maybe her late 60s. <laughs> no, actually, I really don't want her to be alone. I feel like had she been on still, they would, of course, would have been trying to get Shannon to be with a, with a, some guy to bounce off of. Because she's great when she's with, you know, relationship roles. So I'm sure they would have thrown one in eventually, but... I, again, Rob, and I, I, I really, I do feel like she would have ended up alone. And again, things repeat themselves. Not everything can be fixed. You know, like she could have been like, maybe she wasn't a workaholic, but maybe she still ended up alone. Maybe she dove into being an aunt and protecting Piper's uh, family over her own, something like that. And she gave up again that doing that role over again she's cycling she was a mother to the sisters and now she's like an the aunt to the kill the children 
So Paige tries to tell Phoebe what happened with the Noxon when Henry calls. He wants to know why Paige hasn't talked to him, and she asks Phoebe to let her borrow Coop. <laughs> uh, John Dar. Oh, oh, okay. It is time. Okay, Ryan, Which I have watcher? a quote for you. It is Witch Watcher. Oh, you're going to get this. I'm not, whatever. I, I'm praying, Rob. I'm praying. You're going to really get do. it. You're going to get it. Leo, you can't go right now, okay? We've been in this line for two and a half freaking hours. This is Piper, isn't it? It is Piper. This is this is Piper trying to get a passport? Yeah. And exploding the clock for the first time? This is the introduction to her new power yes this is piper hollowell yes i was i was waiting for it because i was saying i will never do piper i will never do piper because i'm saving her for for rob and i was waiting for you piper i didn't expect you so soon girl what's she (laughs) tell us about her rob (laughs) what what is piper hollowell like well no piper middle sister now eldest sister she's been through it the woman has blossomed evolved changed all for the better she loves superstition but has (laughs) but it's backfired on her a lot she now is skepticism she doesn't believe in anything magical whatsoever (laughs) hearing anything she'd be like nope that doesn't exist what are you talking about this is this sounds like the piper that we know actually very she's, very she's much she's a mother and she's a wife and the woman has got so much sass and wit and bitterness and i love every minute of it you know she also was blind once right like she couldn't see a thing yes you're right she was blind once yeah the woman has had more car crashes than anybody else on the show and she's had the most arms than anybody else on the show as well. Oh, bless her. Piper has just been through it. We love her. And yeah, she, she, she never, she, and she also, she also can yell at a husband like no one's ever done before. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I told you, you get the quote. Well, first and I can't end the show, Rob, without saying this one more time. She's also the most attractive woman in the Charmed universe. Men fall on the ground when they see her. If she's single for but a day, the men will show up at her door. <laughs> I mean, the woman will never be single. She, men find her irresistible. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the episode. <laughs> Paige on the phone with Henry and Phoebe, I thought was really, really cute. Yeah. Just the way that she was kind of going back and forth. And then, of course, the whole like, oh, did I click over? But I didn't. And I said something very incriminating. I it was would adorable. Have, it I would have reacted a lot worse than Henry. Henry is is very, very nice. I, w- I wouldn't have gotten like pissed. I would have just demanded like, okay. An you answer. Tell me- yeah, I would have been like, no, you got to tell me what's going on right now. You're literally talking to about me like within seconds of like, come on. That yeah, actually, that's what I was saying. I would have thought earlier when I said he was like an like he's so, you know, good with this. I would have thought she want again wanted a divorce. I would have had a heart attack. I'm like, oh my god, she has cold feet. She she shouldn't have done this. You know, like oh my god, she didn't want to do this the other day. <laughs> now, but here's the thing. I clearly heard a beep. Okay, so I don't know what button she pushed, but I know I heard a beep, and I, all of a sudden she got it wrong. Now, I, I thought first Phoebe hung up, but she didn't. No, no. I've texted the wrong people plenty of times. It happens. Like I totally get it. But this is the old school way of like sending the <laughs> wrong text. Right? Is when you think you're on the line with somebody else, but you're clearly with somebody. Yeah, that is. Have you though texted somebody or about themselves? To no, somebody? I haven't. Oh my god, that would have been terrible. From my like, it's never been a moment where I had to like get to their phone and erase it before they pick up their phone again. Oh god. I would love to be in that scenario. Oh my god, it would be so much like TV. I would love that. It would be so much fun. Try and get a phone before they see the text. Uh, <laughs> um, I I don't have much memory of ever doing that. I will say two things. I have texted 
someone that I was going to hook up with. Oh, um, but, but I was, but I texted the wrong person. So I was like flirting and saying all of these things that they don't know that Rob says behind closed doors. And it took me forever to figure out that I was talking to the wrong person. Thank God they didn't like read into it, but it was, my heart was pounding so much of just like. But it was a friend, right? It wasn't like a relative or something. No, no, it was a friend. It was a friend of mine. But she was like, it was a she also. And she was like (laughs) super shocked that I was talking this way. I think I blamed it on like a coworker who like grabbed my phone and just started texting random people. <laughs> but it was not something that I was proud of. But look, it was a number that wasn't saved in my phone. That's why I got messed up. Oh damn. Ooh. The spice of life. Yeah. He was ready to pull it out like Coop it, last week. <laughs> it was it was a long time ago. So, anyways. <laughs> uh John. Jandar has the Noxon caught in another tentacle, but the Noxon kicks him on top of a uh, fumarole, vanquishing him. The tentacle disappears and the Noxon escapes. Uh, Coop is at the newspaper talking to Michael and giving a rave review of Phoebe. Michael is reluctant as um, is as reluctant as Phoebe and Coop tells Michael to meet him at Phoebe's house with a dozen long stemmed roses and Paige comes to Coop for help with Henry. Coop uses his ring and Paige finds herself in Henry's head to the surprise of both. Henry goes to a mirror and sees Paige's face. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here. Oof. I want to go back to Michael and Coop. Yes. Okay. All right. So we have the style editor at the newspaper. We assume he could be gay. Let's let's go Elise, through it here. Elise, you think Elise hired him based on that, or did she do it based on his style? <laughs> <laughs> um. Now I sent you a picture of this, but I wonder if Charmy's noticed this on the on on in the scene. Michael is sitting at his desk talking to Coop. If you look in the background to <laughs> the can't. camera right, his left camera right, you see this sort of like I'm staring at it right now. It's like it's like a it's it's not what is what are those things called? It's like a flyer. A promo like a promotional it's poster. It's a promotional flyer. flyer. Yeah. It's hanging on his wall. Um, it says Mrs. Miss Kitties. It's like a club night or a club or burlesque. I have no idea. But like, on this flyer, it's a half naked man who is predominantly in the in the flyer. But it is leather, leather yeah, thong. But it has this woman who's also half like sort of in a bikini sort of like outfit. But she's smaller than the size of the guy. And I couldn't read most of the words on there. It was just too blurry. But it looked like a specific club night. Now, I don't yeah. know if this is fly if this is a flyer for more research on what to write about, but it's hanging on his wall as if he's gonna go to it right after work. Now, <laughs> I, could you tell if this was like a flyer to a gay bar? Well, Charmies, I'm close up on it. It says every Friday night. So this is a an, a weekly event. Uh, the name Miss Kitty, the only thing I can think of is a drag show. I mean, Miss Kitty is also a character in like Gunsmoke, who owned a saloon in the Western. But if you're not in a Western, Miss Kitty, I'm thinking, is a, dr- a drag show, but they are all inclusive. Uh, but how does this go with anything <laughs> that has to do with style expert? They were just like, what do we have? We got this in the mail. <laughs> I really don't get it. It's inconclusive to me so far about Michael, but that looked like a, a strip club. That that looked like an ad to a strip club. And when you've got the man predominantly on there versus the woman, it just speaks more yeah, towards volume. gay. Mm, so we'll just I leave agree. it at that. Coop with Paige didn't even give Paige a warning. This is classic 90s, 2000s plan here i am actually really cool with this plan but he doesn't know that they have some demons to hunt down like this is really bad timing to just do this to her even though he has nothing to do with the charmed ones this is just not cool 
but I love the plan. I think that if you are going to fix this, you guys are forced to talk. You can't escape each other. None of this phone tag and ignoring business. Like you have to talk to each other now. I love the plan. I think it was great that Coop did. He was like, okay, fine. You want my help? Bam, go. <laughs> I love it. Um, but it also shows that he has no other interest besides Phoebe. Yeah, you're here for a mission, but if you really are about the greater good and you've gotten to know these sisters, he was just like, mm, get the hell out of my way. So I will say this. There. I will say this. If push come to shove, I can assume that he would be able to use his powers if he was caught in a demon attack. But to be honest, I'm actually cool with him staying in his lane. Okay. I He is a very specific magical being that really has nothing to do with that other side. I can't say that he's neutral as far as like he's a matchmaker for demons also, but he literally is made to do one thing and one thing only. And just like the elders, they are not to interfere. But that again, okay, just kind of goes accept that. It just kind of goes back to the thing, though, of why he was so cool with just putting Paige inside of Henry's head, though, because that could really mess up the power of three. But I'm cool with him staying in his lane. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, I accept that. <laughs> so what do you think about Paige and him just walking around the paper? Like, this paper is the most laid back office. There's fights. You could sleep with your 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 boss well, you can just have random family members popping up and just walking into your office that's the thing with newspapers though and reporters and places like that like they are constantly busy they're not paying attention to anything that's it's just true. too chaotic like they don't they don't know what's going on so the other thing i in in this whole thing i believe there's a scene also where christy is let me just make sure yeah. Uh, oh, no, maybe it's in the next thing. But for some reason, I wrote it in this scene. Rob, tell me if I should change it. But I wrote that, yes, the charmed ones are demons. They're so bad. They're they're killing so many people, including her pa parents. Um, Christy, who killed your parents? Was it the charmed ones or was it demons? I just I know for her plan, she has to blame the charmed ones. But no. I ain't going with it. Yeah. And it, this kind of carries over into the next episode too. The woman just has the worst examples to try and get Billy to <laughs> go to her side. And it, it just gets worse and worse after this. So it's, it's whatever. It's just more of the idea of like the charm ones brought you into their lives and look what happened. You know, your parents died, but we also found your dumb ass. So it's it's like, which, <laughs> yeah, which way exactly. is it? We, she was exactly. still running around, you know, doing flips in her leather outfit. She would have never found you. Let's just get that clear. The woman was never going to find you if it wasn't for the charm one. So it, it it's whatever. Listen, you didn't. She didn't even have a sister until she started working with the charmed ones. <laughs> like that wasn't even a thing. So Phoebe hears pebbles striking her window. She goes to the balcony and finds Michael with the roses. With the roses, she does not see Coop underneath the balcony coaching Michael, doing the classic, classic, you know, old school romance. It's a Cyrano, it's Cyrano. Yes, there you go. He's just missing the the long nose. Doesn't he have a long nose? That character, and yes, in some of the the renditions, yes. Sometimes they don't. It's some kind of oddity or just some. Like, you know, different feature that is not seen on most humans. There was this Cyrano movie with Peter Dinklage, and his thing was his size. So it changes periodically. Oh, I never, you know, I never understood what the nose things was. I was just going to ask you, is it about showing growth oh no no it's in. just basically like who's gonna love a man like that but yet he's the most romantic oh. so it's like getting people to look past the looks or the the outer beauty of it all phoebe hears a knock at the door michael was struck out has struck out christy is at the door and shows billy her injured arm <laughs> my one note was terrible 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 the whole situation and let me tell you michael handsome guy the moment he opened his mouth, all I heard was, I'm a dumb jock. I don't know how I got hired for the style reporter. I like Phoebe. Phoebe's woman. Woman likes woman likes roses. Flowers. She's hot. Yeah. Here, Coop, 
did you really do your research? No. No. I mean, are you like this was the guy? Not not even to be the one, but still like he even said that he is not a romantic type. So why don't you go out and find someone who is? This was really weird that he so, was the best for her. Devil's advocate are th- is would a, would a charmy or someone say, well, he's not doing it with his whole heart. But at this point, he kind of is because he was just like, well, well, Michael, blah, blah, blah. And Michael, but. So uh, him looking up at her and the smiles were there. Like he almost made it on the meter. I'll tell you that it was this scene that almost won me over. It was really, it was kind of cute the way he was trying to like recite the words or whatever. But I, I honestly think that his main thing is that she's hot. That's kind of yes, what I guess. Definitely. And that's not for Phoebe. She needs more than that. Yeah. I mean, I know that she likes to be attractive, I'm sure. But what? This dude was like, this is the scene that ruined her for me. Had he not opened his mouth, he might have gone on the meter. Well, true. I, yeah. His smile just kind of shined for me in this one. But yeah, not enough for the meter. For me, I have determined that he's probably bisexual. I mean, with the the flyer on his wall and just him being attracted to Phoebe, I, you know, let's just say bisexual. Because that flyer was questionable. I'm sorry. I don't He's get the 100%. Whole. He's not 100%. I don't get the whole thing, though. He does not seem like a style editor. And now I'm being now I'm being um, stereotypical. He doesn't sound like a style editor because he just sounds so like, like, he, I don't know anything about I'm. I'm going to drink beer. Like it just sounded like they wrote him as a, as a, a male character in the nineties would have been like a stereotype. So what do you think about this type of manipulation though? Like Coop is feeding him all of these words to say when he's clearly not even that type of guy, it'd be different if he was a romantic, but didn't know how to say the words. Yes. But he's yes. absolutely nothing like this. So like, you get her to go out with him and maybe be yourself the whole time. But what do you think about this type of manipulation? Because Phoebe is going out with him without him being himself. So I don't know. Do you, do you find this to be a nice gesture because they went through all this trouble to try and woo someone? Or is this really like bad? I don't get it. I don't get why this wooed her. Yes, he's attractive, but... It would have took more than, I don't know. Maybe it would have took more than, I mean, granted, yeah. I mean, if someone did this for me, I'd be very impressed. But uh, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it, Rob, any of it. So Chrissy tells Billy about the fight with the Noxon. Billy decides to talk with the sisters to get their side of the story and make sense of why they would hurt Christy. She tells Christy to meet her at the dorms. And Paige and Harry talk about why Paige feels like she thinks she will lose herself now that she is married. While talking through a mirror, they understand one another and Paige uses her powers and orbs to the house. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. I have a few things about what just happened. So it must have been a really, really long walk for Billy to go to the manor to talk to the sisters to get their side of the story. Because when she, when we last left her, she was very interested in hearing their side. She doubted. She didn't understand why the charm ones would hurt Christy the way she did. Like what was going on? But in this long walk, she must have just created some scenario in her head. Yeah. The woman came in at 100 just literally charging at them with all these one-liners and just constantly berating them just blaming them for everything i don't understand this do you think it was the 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 explosion to the arm that really sold it for her but still i think she should have known piper could have killed her if she wanted to it's just really weird so yeah it's it's basically Billy, you know, argues with Piper, right? And then Phoebe and Henry with Paige in his head and is now convinced that the charm ones are against her. But this whole argument, she comes in, she was like, is that why you have my parents? Like, it was just so weird. I'm like, I thought you went there to listen to their side of the story that you didn't believe that they would do this. But she was so angry when she walked in that house. I was like, Billy, how many times... Did they break protocol for your sister? Like how many times? Plus, 
didn't we learn a lesson about revenge? Like, you are not to do this. Revenge doesn't get you anywhere. You trying to kill the Noxon right now is not productive at all. But again, going back to Henry Cullen for the vial, so amazing. I love everything about that. Also, Call for the vial right now. <laughs> <laughs> also, that would have been the last time that you enter my home. <laughs> When she walked out with that potion, she walked out, took the potion, was like, I'm just going to do it myself, too. I'm like, nap, that better be the last time you walk into my house, because the way you exited just now, you are no longer welcome. I'm so done with you. So done. Not worried at all that Paige is in Henry's head. I love that Piper gets a laugh out of this. When Henry comes to the house and he's like, let me handle this. I will say it. And she just has this chuckle because it's just clearly a shenanigan plot, right? So it's just so funny to see that they're going through this because when he orbs in, they both are shocked. And he's like, what is Phoebe goes, honey, are you okay? She, they were just in all smiles during this scene. It was so funny, but it was just, they didn't care at all that, that Henry could orb. They were just, especially with orbs, it was hilarious. They were just so casual about it. Yeah, and he was trying to, like, compete with Paige in his head, too. He didn't explain. So, yeah, it was, the whole scene was, it was funny. And that's actually, real quick, Rob, I sent him a clip that I noticed for the first time, probably because of the HD uh, conversion and extending it to, like, uh, widescreen now. But you could see Alyssa when they're walking off screen, Henry, her, and Piper into the next scene. You could see Alyssa say something and it's muted out. So I wonder what she was saying. Yeah, that would have been... Yeah, I couldn't tell what she was saying, but I never noticed that. So here's my thing about Henry Orbing. Uh, Later we learn that uh, the power of three did not work because Henry was the one saying the spell. We also Mm. learn that... Henry had to be the one to call for the vial and Paige couldn't do it. But Paige was able to orb on her own without even Henry thinking about orbing or thinking about like, you have to think about the house and then you'll go there. Like none of that happened. She was able to orb by herself, but the other powers she couldn't use. Now, is it because she had to make the call or did they just misstep here? I think it was a misstep unless they're pulling that it was her white lighter powers and not the witch powers again. But again, she's I, she's technically in the bot or she's not. I thought she was just in his mind. So I don't get it either because her witch powers would have worked if it was her in dis- inside of him. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to make like a definitive like this is no, what happened, but, I, but I, it, I, right, it raises right. a question, which I'm sure somebody will have an opinion about. So look forward to hearing about that. But yeah, I would think that if you're able, if you can't call for anything that you probably couldn't orb unless Henry was involved somehow on making it happen. Yeah. I do love that when Paige was in his head, the way she said, I never loved someone so much. I really believed her. Like the way Rose said that line. And it seemed like Paige needed to be able to be not seen for her to say that. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I mean, I get it. The way she just like conveyed that. She was just like, I've never, to me, it came out because she was, she was not in front of Henry and she's finally released this fear that she had. This is what I was mentioning earlier. How did Pilly know that Piper's bag by the phone had the potions when she walked into the house? So is this Piper's new potion tote? Well, so the camera did make sure to highlight it. So I'm guessing Billy looked over and saw the potion bottle sticking out. I did see that specifically. That. This is why two eyes are, no, four eyes are better than one. (laughs) Better than two. And then Billy says to Christy, you were right. We are on our own. Dumb. Oh, my God. Um, And Christy looks so thrilled. Again, Billy, red flag girl. Red flag. She got rid of the parents. Now she's getting rid of the charm one. She's making sure that Billy has no one. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not cool. I don't know why she is 
she got her sister back. She's just so happy to have her back. She's just going to listen to everything that she says. I mean, like I said, I don't think I, I don't think Piper should have blasted her. I think that was the the straw. You can't blame her. You know, she's hurt. That did hurt her feelings, I think. I think this is when they ruined the character for me. Because honestly, even from the beginning of like the first time around with this series introducing her, I gave her the benefit of the doubt to this episode. And I kind of liked her. I didn't really want her maybe there, but I, I got used to her and I liked her. This is when they ruined the character that she's this easily after everything that they have done for her. I mean, we're assuming it's been months and months and months. Eh. So Christy magically eavesdrops on the charmed ones. So again, you can eavesdrop. Okay, Billy, again, like, I guess that's because you got projection power out of nowhere. You, oh, yeah, oh, yeah you can eavesdrop now. Okay, no questions. Eavesdrop on them. But the power of three doesn't work. Uh, uh, eavesdrop on the charmed ones. Try to find the Noxon, but the power of three doesn't work with Paige and Henry's head. Phoebe calls for Coop, who at last separates Paige from Henry. The sisters try to locate the Noxon again. Ancient powers, we summon thee, we, the power of three, and seek your help in finding the demon who is hiding. Billy throws a potion, and she and Christy also find the Noxon. Billy throws a potion, but Piper blasts it in midair. Christy channels her power through Billy's projection power and heats the Noxon up from the inside, blowing him up. The Jenkins teleport away. The charmed ones are stunned. Then, oh, they just saw a demon that was supposedly couldn't be vanquished get vanquished. They now believe that Billy and Christy may very well be the ultimate power. Phoebe tells Coop that she's developing feelings for Michael just like that. All it took was some flowers. Piper contemplates vanquishing Billy and Christy to get Leo back. I love you. Paige still believes in Billy and doesn't want to give up on her. Love that too, though. Christy and Billy hang out at magic school as Christy is happy that it's just the two of them together. This is where Paige said this is absurd line that gave her the play of the week for me. Phoebe says, I've been having these feelings and leading Coop to think that it's about him. What? She's been having feelings for what? She just said he was gay earlier and that she had no what like it took a day for phoebe to get feelings i've been having these feelings and i thought it was blah 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 and blah 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 and that's why coop's able to think well i've been here for weeks it must be me not michael who you had no inkling for earlier (laughs) well i also find it funny that coop is like well my job's done peace out like i did my job i was like wait what he leaves this was it to get her one date okay (laughs) (laughs) but i guess his mission was not to find the one for her but to get her to continue to try so i didn't know that that's all he needed to do was just because i'm like okay you go out on one date that doesn't help anything you're still going to be in the same boat so don't you want to see it progress a little bit be around i don't know it was just funny that his job was over I would not feel good about hanging out at magic school. I swear to you, this looks like two girls who literally just disowned everyone that they knew and went to the halfway house and was like, at least we're together. Like, Billy had college. She had an education, a dorm room, a mansion to sleep at, three sisters, and then all of a sudden she's hanging out on a couch shivering at some abandoned magic school full of demons. And she's completely content and been like, my life is for the better. I would have been freaking the hell out. Exactly. Exactly. Why does she like think that this is okay to be in magic school? She thinks they're going to hunt her down now and kill her. Chrissy didn't put her in the poorhouse. She has nothing. She went from the, she went from the, the matter to the poorhouse. But again, she better not step foot in that mansion again. Don't come in my house again. After that last, like, we're done. We are done. Do not. We will topical of, of the Charmed Ones. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, yeah. don't go in my house. Yeah, don't unless we're house. unless you're attacking them, don't step foot in the house. I don't want this. Oh, let's talk. You chose that abandoned magic school over some <laughs> a breakfast brunch that you get every day. Like, dumb. 
Breakfast, Dumb. lunch, dinner, clothes, jewelry, makeup. I don't know. Uh, maybe I should have said makeup. I don't know if they gave her makeup, but I think they did because <laughs> she's wearing it, Christy. So that was the torn identity. <laughs> uh, let's get into high stakes. So we got Jandor. We've got the last Noxon. We've got Christy manipulating throughout the show. The surprise added annoyance of Paige being in Henry's head. What do you think about the stakes this episode? Okay, so the Nox and Demon still is high stakes because it was unvanquishable, supposedly, right? I guess, I guess upper level, upper level, because they kind of didn't get too deadly yet. Upper level, upper level. Just because of the Noxon being unvanquishable. Had he not been, I would have put it your basic. You know, I was going to say basic, but maybe it is kind of an upper level. I think all the loss of Billy is, is pretty big in this one. And also just having to deal with these two powerful people. Um, go against them in a way that will disrupt getting Leo back. And just the discovery of them being the ultimate power. Maybe this is a very upper level stake that we're dealing with. Uh, not that they were in too much danger, but I have, you know, there, there was plenty of opportunity for these sisters to get hurt. And, you know, Paige yes. was pushed to a wall. So that's <laughs> upper level right there. How dare you? <laughs> no, exactly. but I, I, I guess this is kind of an upper level thing about what went down this week. So. Let's talk fashion with Ryan. It's Fashions by Ryan. Well, Charmies and Rob, you did mention, Michael, the fashion, the style, the style critic, the stylist of the show. I, again, handsome gentleman, did not see maybe something I would say is, you know, out of the ordinary, but maybe it was just a casual day at work for him. But didn't dress badly. But I am giving it to Phoebe Hollowell, which never happens for me. And I'm saying not only did Phoebe's hair look gorgeous in that scene with the kitchen with Henry and Piper, the one you were saying when he orbs in, that draped sheer poncho, I want to call it, that she had. The giant button. So, yeah. Well, yes, she put on over that. Yes, she had it underneath that. I liked that that too as well. The cloak, the the cloak, the or another poncho, the double poncho she had over her sheer poncho too. I love. I just love that button up um, cardigan. I just. I. I don't know why. I just love it. I just think it's, it's a, a cool outfit. It's very cool. It looks like something you'd get at like Crate and Barrel if they had a clothing line. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I could see but that. I like it. I like it. I just think it's. I just thought it looked cool. I I love that. See, and I love that Rob noticed that. But honestly, <laughs> Paige looked great too. This episode when she was shown, Piper looked great. I mean, Piper's always usually basic, but she always looks great in a t-shirt and a pair of jeans and a, a, some kind of coat of some kind. I think she always looks great. <laughs> it's Piper, and that was fashions by Ryan. Next week on Charmed, The Jung and the Restless. Now, I know what this episode's about because I watched it. But from the name, I didn't know at the time. I actually look forward to talking about this episode. Ooh, I just remember this always standing out. And we did talk about it prior to this um, off camera, but the name of the title. I always question what the hell it is about and we'll see if the mystery is solved next week yes uh jung and the restless will be next week and we will also have a special guest a charmy from the attic will be joining us for this episode so you'll get to hear three opinions on episode 19 the jung and the restless thank you everyone for listening this week once again we're getting close to the end of the series and it's very much appreciative that you've stuck with us this entire time and we will have another episode for you next week bye charmies bye
Megatron Bright. We're supposed to stop them. And Sunday. It's us or them. The showdown for the ages is brewing. Stay away from my sister. We're not the bad guys here. How do we defeat them? I wish I knew. A fresh charm. Sunday at 8, 7 central on the WB. Now, I know that you were probably expecting us to talk about a certain Twitter battle that happened over the weekend. Fear not. It's not going to be on this episode, but we are going to attach it to another bonus episode of Charmy Confessions. Because we got a lot to say. We got a lot. So we will touch on that and give you the Charmy Confessions that have collected over the past week. And you'll get that bonus episode somewhere throughout uh, this week before our next episode. 